I spoke directly to Minister Jolly yesterday. I, we, we've spoken to Ambassador Stadelbauer. The, the embassy in, in Tel Aviv is open. It is not closed for Thanksgiving. That is an absolute falsehood. So let's be clear. The embassy is open. Canadians are being asked to contact an Ottawa number and an Ottawa email address because those are the people with the most experience. The issue with the airspace is that the airspace over Israel is not safe enough. Most airlines have deemed it not safe enough to fly. All righty, 933. Very busy day, my goodness. It's just like we're just trying to put shows together, targeting guests, getting guests. You know, international is tough um, because you're trying to get overseas, you're trying to get connections. Um, but that, that, that conversation I had with Anthony Housefather was on our, our special coverage on Monday uh, where he insists, look, the Israeli embassy is open. Like, Canadians can get embassy and consulate you know, information and, and get out. And I had to push back. No one I know, and I've been talking to no, numerous people on the ground all weekend long, because my brother-in-law and his two kids got stuck in, in Tel Aviv, uh, you know, traveling to visit family. I, I was, you know, trying to find things, trying to access networks and all the rest. There, there, there was no embassy information. I mean, they sent out a global affairs link, and, and okay, great. What are people supposed to do? How can they get home? Are they getting home? So most, you know, Israelis or, or Jewish people, certainly, just did it on their own. They found their own ways out. But there's still, like, over 1,500, probably many, many more stuck there. And so the embassy may be open, according to the liberal government, but anybody I'm talking to cannot get information. And it's been very frustrating. I'll see what uh, happened to my next guest. It's Norman Fullerton, a resident of Winnipeg, currently stuck in Tel Aviv. Uh, Norman, good morning or afternoon to you. Good morning. I don't think we can call it good anything. Um, you know, I've been talking with uh, Siri, your daughter, all weekend long, trying to, you know, your family, my family, numerous families are stuck there. Can you give us some, a bit of a view from your world right now, uh, what you're seeing and what it is like in Tel Aviv? Well, it's a little bit unnerving right now. We've had two air raid sirens in the last hour where we've been ushered down to the bomb shelter. And uh, now they are sniffing our quarters with a dog because uh, they are concerned about someone having planted something here in the uh, in the uh, hotel. So uh, that has been the most disturbing that we've experienced in the last little while. I mean, Tel Aviv, for those who don't really understand the region, it's on the northern side and it's generally not at risk. I mean, you see the 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 rockets on a, a daily basis, but most people with the bomb shelters feel relatively secure. The concern is always Hezbollah on, a, on the northern border, uh, where I know uh, right now they're amassing hundreds of thousands of reservists, uh, you know, reservists. And so there's a real concern Hezbollah will breach that, and then it's a completely different world. So there is a real fear for, the, for people like you and, and all Israelis. That's why we'd like to get out. Yeah. So what, what has been your experience? Have you been able to get embassy, uh, you know, help anything from the Canadian government? We have called the embassy uh, regularly. They asked us to call on a 24-hour basis. Uh, we keep getting the same answer, and that is to shelter in place. And uh, since we are registered with Global Canada, they said, we will let you know when there's possibly a flight out. But uh, that's what we have received to date. Not very comforting. You know, the one thing... Mr. Housefather said to me yesterday that kind of stuck out was, you know, it's not that dangerous in Tel Aviv. They'll be okay. And I thought, <laughs> it's not for you to say. 
we don't know if this thing could turn very quickly. And so to tell Canadians, you know, just shelter in place, like what, under a desk, in a bomb shelter, what do they want you to do? And so do people, and, and we've got other voices, but do people feel like they've been left behind? Um, I, I think so. We just heard from an American citizen who said that their uh, embassy is uh, arranging a plane tomorrow and needs to be down there at eight o'clock in the morning. Uh, so others are doing things uh, and we are not getting the same uh, support here. What are your options? Like, would you try uh, to get on that U.S. Are, carrier? Would you, would you try to, or out with the U.S.? Are you going to try to get a regional flight? I mean, the only way my family got out was by getting a regional flight. And they're just telling me now, you know, when they finally got on that flight, um, it was a harrowing thing. You know, there's bombs going off at the airport. They had to go into a shelter. Um, everybody knows somebody who's been killed or murdered there. And so it's not like driving out to Pearson. So there, there are risks with this. We do, we do have a flight out on Friday. We were able to, uh, my daughter in Winnipeg was able to arrange that for us on LL. Um, and that only takes us to Athens. Um, and we have connections from there. But we were down to the airport this morning with my older son and his wife, whose flight was cancelled when they got there. So they had to struggle. And we just got news now that they were able to get onto a flight on standby. And so they are technically on the way out of the country. But the airport was really, really just thousands of people in there pushing, shoving, and uh, hoping to get onto a plane. I think, you know, it's, you go to Israel because it's a really, it's a really cool place. Like it's, there's so much to see in Israel, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, you want to go for religious purposes, whether you want to go just hang out at the Black Sea or, or there's just so much to do. Uh, Tel Aviv is, is, is fantastic, but you don't go there if you think there are threats. And this is the thing, no Canadian was warned. I doubt you would have gone on vacation. I don't think this is what you signed up for when you when you went over. Well, no, we we uh, Israel has been uh, relatively uh, uh, at peace lately. Uh, we had a wonderful trip. I have to say this: we we were at the end of our journey when uh, the war was declared on Saturday. We were actually finishing up our journey and coming into Tel Aviv. Um, so we have been from uh, you know the Red Sea to the uh, Golan Heights and uh, in, all the places in between. So we did miss out on our on our itinerary, but it's uh, now that we were trying to go home that we suddenly found that it's uh, on the wait. What um you know you're you're inside the bubble. You might have a different context maybe from where we're sitting, but but taking in uh, what you've seen and what's going on around you, being Jewish, um, everyone here in in Toronto or Montreal and Winnipeg, you have connections to Israel. Every Jew has a connection to Israel. What's your takeaway? Do you, do, you, do you get a sense of the gravity from where you're sitting? Well, when we, uh, Saturday, uh, yes, Saturday, we had uh, um, alerts and um, we were ushered into bomb shelters here in uh, Tel Aviv. Uh, the next day we were out, uh, the streets were absolutely quiet. Uh, we kind of crazy Canucks went down to the beach and we found that we were the only ones on the beach. Uh, that was the same the following day, too. The restaurants were closed. Uh, the big market that we wanted to go to, in fact, we went to it, but it was uh, it was shut down. Um, but today, things have been opening up. Uh, there's more people on the street and uh, a lot more activity. Is it fear, shock, anger? Well, how do you best sum up the feeling um, of this? I, I think the feeling that I've gotten is just uh, we have to be cautious. We're, we're not going out. Yeah. And uh, they probably know a lot more than we do in terms of how to handle this. But, uh, yes, we were, we were surprised at just how people did not show up on the street at all.
Well, we will certainly um, continue to follow, certainly continue to speak with your uh, daughter, and uh, there are people certainly trying to get uh, Canadians back, and we'll hopefully get an update that we can get to you very, very soon. Norman, uh, best to you and your family. I I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Bye for now. Norman Fullerton, uh, just one of the many, uh, almost 2,000 that have registered as stuck in in Israel. A lot of Israelis, uh, you know, people have family there. You know, we've asked, do you want to come stay with us? Uh, most of them are buckling in. Uh, it's their home. That is their home. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone. And for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.